You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. This edition of Sci-Fi 5 briefly mentions plot-relevant details of a fictional story that involves sexual assault. If you're a parent, or if you yourself are sensitive to that topic, please be forewarned. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for September 23rd. There are no beets or bears in this episode of Battlestar Galactica. On this day in 2005, the season two mid-season finale of Battlestar Galactica premiered, entitled Pegasus. Pegasus not only left Galactica fans on the edge of their seats, biting their nails and muttering frack under their breath for nearly three months, but the episode also garnered much critical acclaim for the series, earning a Hugo Award nomination for Best Short-Form Dramatic Presentation. What else is significant about this episode? Let's dig a little deeper. Pegasus, while met with much critical acclaim, isn't the original cut of the episode. Director Michael Reimer's cut of the episode was about 20 minutes too long for TV. Reimer campaigned for the Sci-Fi Channel to do a 90-minute special of the episode, but like many Cylon Raiders, he was shot down. In what seems to be a type of compromise, there is a 59-minute cut of Pegasus on the Battlestar Galactica DVD release. Here are some of the differences in the extended cut of the episode versus the broadcast version. Starbuck argues unsuccessfully to Adama and Rosalind that Galactica should return to Caprica to rescue survivors. She promised to rescue Sam Anders from Caprica in a previous episode, The Farm. Kane and Baltar discuss the efficacy of physical coercion and interrogation during a visit to Sharon's cell. A conversation between Kane and Adama makes clear that Pegasus is much larger, more advanced, and more powerful than Galactica. Hilo and Tyrol interrupt rather than prevent Sharon's rape. Several shots without dialogue are inserted or lengthened as well. Save for the interruption rather than prevention of Sharon's rape, these changes don't necessarily alter the outcome of the episode. What does change is that all of these additions do much to heighten the emotional gravitas. While the cliffhanger aspects of the episode do not change, the stakes seem just a little higher. While this particular episode is extremely poignant, it's important also to look back at its predecessor in the original 1978 Battlestar Galactica, a two-part episode titled The Living Legend. We'll learn about it after the break. The Living Legend offers a different take on the encounter with the Pegasus. Kane is played by Lloyd Bridges, a legend in his own right, with numerous film and television roles, and father to Jeff, Bo, and Cindy Bridges. In the original iteration, Kane is a commander rather than an admiral, so he does not outrank Adama, but their differences in opinion still result in a power struggle. This Kane, however, isn't sinister, as is Michelle Forbes' Kane. Bridges' Kane is simply pompous. The Living Legend Parts 1 and 2 are the two highest-rated episodes of the original Galactica's run on IMDb, making it easy to see why the premise made its way over to the reboot. Pegasus is the sixth-highest-rated episode of modern Galactica on IMDb. It's an interesting premise, but the added layers of fear, gender-flipping Kane from a proud old man to his sinister woman, really makes for riveting storytelling. The episode is also a damning commentary on the use of torture and an indictment of those who would use those 
those tactics. The critics raved over Pegasus. Aside from its Hugo nomination, Trisha Helfer received a Leo Award for Best Lead Performance by a Female in a Dramatic Series for this episode. Critic Jacob Clifton praised many of the performances, but especially that of Michelle Forbes. Clifton said that Pegasus is, quote, really, really well done and really, really hard to watch. That's the best way to sum up Pegasus, a very important but very difficult episode. So say we all. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for September 23rd. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.